Well, good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. This is your substitute teacher, Glenn Biddle, sitting in for Double J and Eric, who are both under the weather. And when I say under the weather, I mean they are under the weather. And you can read into that however you want to read into it, but they are under the weather. They're sick. Okay, Jason, also in Colorado, was sick last week. He's still recovering, so I am the fourth in line to cover the show. Now, that doesn't mean I'm the fourth best person to be on the show, but like if you look at it baseball-wise, that's called the cleanup hitter. That guy's usually a pretty good hitter, right? Or in the military, we have what's called the strategic triad. You've got the, the nuclear-capable bombers. You've got the submarine uh, missiles, and you've got the actual land-based missiles, and we kind of have that here at Patriot Trading Group. So in Arizona, let's say that that they are the bomber crew, and then in Colorado, well, that's where all the land-based missiles are. And then here in Maryland, where I am, that's the submarines because we've got the Naval Academy here, right? So if, if one of those things is knocked out, the other two or other one can take over and run the show. So that's what I'm doing today. So basically, Arizona and Colorado have been taken out, kind of figuratively speaking, and, and uh, Maryland is still up and running. So that's me. Okay. Now, obviously, I, if you've ever listened to me cover, I'm, I'm a teacher, so in the summertime, I've got plenty of time to cover the show. I'm glad to do it. I love doing it. It's absolutely fun. Uh, this morning, though, it was, uh, it was like, hey, can you do the show? I'm like, absolutely. I'll, I'll figure it out. And I've got a million things to talk about today. Uh, I'm going to get a little political today, and I'm also going to put my history teacher hat on and my government teacher. Now, I've taught everything from 6th grade up to 12th grade, uh, whether, whether it's geography, economics, personal finance, U.S. history, world history, you name it. Uh, my favorite's probably American government. Now, right now, I'm teaching 8th grade U.S. history. Absolutely love it. We start at the founding of America, and we go all the way up to the end of the Civil War and Reconstruction. I don't quite frankly know what I'm going to be able to teach next year, <laughs> what will be deemed appropriate or inappropriate, quite frankly. It's absolutely ridiculous uh, what's going on in our country as far as tearing statues down. As a history teacher, it, it just kills me to see this because most of these people that are running around tearing down statues have no idea of the history behind the statues. There was a a, a – uh, statue they cut, took down in Wisconsin. It was a, a guy that it was an abolitionist. But since he looked like an old white male, they went and tore – and guy fought for the Union Army. They tore the statue down. They want to tear down the Lincoln Emancipation statue, and they just have no idea what they're doing. And the great thing is we're going to talk about definitions today of actual political terms. So if you see someone and they want to call you a fascist, ask them, quite frankly, what is a fascist? I guarantee you they won't be able to give you the answer. They're just going to say, well, you're one. I know you are. You just look like one. you got a Trump hat on. You're a fascist. Oh, really? What does fascist mean? I don't know, but you're one. Meanwhile, they have a Che shirt on, Che Guevara, right? And that guy, if they knew the history of that dude, they would never, ever wear his shirt, ever. Who knows? So it's a very tangled web that they're in. And, and just, just to give you a little hint on what we're going to talk about today, the first thing we're going to talk about, probably in the second segment, there's four different topics that I've been seeing happen in this country. So one, we've got hypocrisy, okay, just hypocritical crap that's going on. We're also being lied to, okay, and a lot of us are just accepting the lie. We're just going on with it because number some people are just too stupid to figure it out or they're just too busy to figure it out. They can't think for themselves. That's not this audience, by the way. You guys are critical thinkers. You get it. The debt, 
which is the elephant in the room that no one wants to talk about, and they're trying to kick it, kick that can down the road. Now, if you kick the debt can down the road right now, it would break your foot. It's that big. Okay, no doubt about that. And then there's what I call in air quotes the system. The system. Do you have confidence in the system anymore? You know, the, is the system working for you? Is the system working in America? Uh, is is one group of people getting away with stuff that you and I would be probably put in jail over? You know that that system is it is it fair? Is it working for everyone? Because quite frankly, I'm not sure if it is. Okay, but we are a gold and silver company. Okay, you can reach us at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Now the one thing this week is the Arizona office is going to be closed this week, uh, so no walk-ins. Uh, we, you can contact us up at the Colorado station. Uh, I can get you that number here in a second. Um, but uh, you can go to our website, allamericangold.com. That's still up and running. Uh, 1360khnc.com is our radio station up in Colorado on the Front Range. Also, we're, we're also broadcasting on 1010 Family Values Radio there in Arizona. And so we're getting the word out, no doubt about that, and uh, very exciting times that we're living in. I think Sun Tzu said that. May you live in interesting times, and quite frankly, we are living in very interesting times. Whether they're, it's good interesting or bad interesting is a whole other story, but it's definitely interesting. There's not a bit of, of lack for news right now if you're, uh, if you're a news junkie like most of us are. Now, I want to touch on the markets real quick. The U.S. markets are doing, well, remarkably pretty good in a, in a country that's burning down by, around us. Uh, the Dow is up about uh, 389 points. The Nasdaq's up about 82 points. S&P's up 30. Gold is sitting at $1,783, up about $3 today. Oil is sitting at $39 a barrel, up about $0.50. Cents. Now, you've noticed that gas prices have kind of spiked. That's uh, uh, lately uh, in my neck of the woods, it's about uh, $2.19 a gallon, which uh, has gone up about $0.20 cents in the past two to three weeks. So it's popped up pretty quick. takes forever to come down, but when they want to jack that price up, they'll get you. Okay, uh, and looking at silver, let's take a look at silver real quick. Silver is at eighteen dollars and six cents. It's uh, down about ten cents. I love silver. Anytime silver is under twenty bucks, that's a buy from me. Uh, stack. So we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to touch on those four topics: hypocrisy, you're being lied to, debt, and the system. Stand by, Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be right back. rocking and firing we came back in with mike and the mechanics you know that that song is truer now than it ever has been uh it is amazing what is going on in this country so i just want to start off with there's four main topics that are going on in our country right now that are that are really taking everyone's eye off the ball the first one is hypocrisy okay hypocrite you're a hypocrite you know so if you think look at chop or Chaz or you know chazikstan whatever they want to call it out there in seattle okay the first thing you know when Antifa is running down the street, you know, they're, they're chanting, no border, no wall, no USA at all. And then they take over their little autonomous zone, their seven-block area. And the first thing they do, they build a wall. They build a wall. How about that? They, they want to abolish the police. But then when something happens, they get mad when the police don't show up to help them. Okay? Um, they, they, they're, the guys would run around with guns inside of Chaz, that their own little security force. Well, they want to abolish the police, yet they have their own little 
police force going on there who I say are, are not at all credentialed at all. They're just doing whatever they're doing. And you've got this Taz or Tiz or whatever his name is running around as the warlord. This is more like Somalia or Mogadishu or something than, than actually how, how is this happening in America? Okay, how is this happening? Why is it being allowed to, to take place in the United States of America inside of a city where a mayor allows this to happen and doesn't do anything about it? That should have been taken care of after day one. It should have been put to rest because the problem is now you have all sorts of different people that want to come in and end it. Okay, whether it's Trump who says he wants to come in there and end it or you have the bikers that want to come up there and go up there on July 4th and end it. I mean, the government is supposed to protect. What about the poor citizens that are living inside the autonomous zone, which is, you know, seven block area that, that cannot run their businesses or, or they're, they're being extorted for protection money. Now, I thought that Antifa was supposed to be so holier than thou and, and, and all for the people, yet they are resorting to the same base criminal elements and human nature that you would see in some place that that where there's anarchy okay these are true anarchists now what's interesting about anarchists i'm going to put my political science hat on here again an anarchist you know the little a sign you know that you see the kids with on their notebooks i'm like oh anarchy sign that's cool you know you know realize that two anarchists can't really hang out because they hate society and interaction so you're here in school haven't you kind of sold out to the man and then you hear them talking, you know, what they're going to do on the weekends. Yeah, we're going to go to the mall Friday night. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You said you're an anarchist. You're going to go to the mall and go support corporate America? Come on, man, you're selling out. So that that's hypocrisy. Now, I get it from a kid that doesn't know anything, but adults and some of these young adults that have not studied their history and learned history – can we blame them that they're hypocritical? But if they do know better, I mean, it's it's sad that, that this is happening, okay? Um, so there was one instance where a guy gets shot in the Chaz zone or the, the chop, whatever you want to call it. And now he is suing the police department of Seattle for not coming in and taking care of it, the slow response time. Well, guess what? The police were stopped at the border of Chaz or Chazakhstan and were not let in to go deal with this guy. So the hypocrisy of this is so thick. Okay, and a lot of these things interact and overlap with each other. So we have hypocrisy. We have you're being lied to. We have the debt, and we have the system. The next thing, the hypocrisy, is the debt in the United States. And I'm going to really go into that later with the debt clock. You know, the U.S. has a we're pushing a 24 trillion national debt right now, and that's going to probably bump up to about 30 trillion before we're all done with the, with the with the way the Fed's just doling out money. Yet, you and I, we're supposed to have our our balanced budget every year, you know, we're supposed to be able not get crazed, waxed down on credit cards and all that stuff. And state governments are supposed to have balanced budgets. Yet the federal government, thirty trillion will will be, you know, by all intents and purposes, going to be thirty trillion in debt before all this stimulus hits. Where is that money coming from? Where is it coming from? And then if you want to look at our national policy as a country, you know, you know, we have domestic policy, and then we have policy where we deal international policy okay just let's just take one case in point of afghanistan the the, the real the real chaz okay chazakhstan afghanistan if you just look at one point that happened in afghanistan is opium production that when the taliban run ran the show and i'm not saying there's you know terrible oppressive people yes but they clamp down on opium production we roll in there and while the dea is running around in afghanistan trying to do drug eradication we are also 
allowing them to grow it because we don't want the we have the growing the poppy and growing marijuana. I have a, a nephew that was over there in the special forces. He was walking by fields of marijuana, walking by fields of opium. We allow them to produce it because if we don't allow them to produce it, what are they going to grow? You're going to try to grow wheat and make money off that? It's not going to happen, not in that environment. Okay, so then they're building, they're growing this opium, and we're letting them do it because we know if we come in and cut it all down, they're going to get mad at us. And then that farmer by day is going to turn into the guy that's planting the bomb at night, just like we experienced in Vietnam, where by day you had the guy out in the rice paddy working in his fields, and at night he's got the VC pajamas on, you know, making punji sticks and all that stuff and coming after you. So we have allowed this to happen. That, that's just blatant, outright hypocrisy, ladies and gentlemen. It's hypocritical. And we're either a nation of laws or we aren't. Okay, Let's move on to topic two, which is you're being lied to. Okay, We're being lied to every day. And the problem is we're just taking it. We are taking it at face value. Uh, some people are. Most people are. Because, honestly, if you look at the alternative you probably don't want to want to know what the truth is and that's a shame for a majority of the people of this country that they don't know want to know what the truth is now as these idiots start getting closer and closer to where you live the truth now is going to hit you in the face whether you like it or not okay so you better be prepared to face the truth and face what may happen to you down the road now let's take instance let's just look at the cpi the consumer price index okay uh there are Food and transportation are taken out of the CPI, and that's one of the two things that are, that are blowing up. Like, look at food prices. They're off the charts right now. It's not factored into inflation. Okay? What's the Fed want? 2% a year. 2%. After five years, that's 10% of less buying power your dollar has. Okay? All you have to do is go to the store. I use this example all the time in my classroom of the price of bacon. Your bacon used to be like 3 $4 a pound. Now six seven dollars a pound it's not that the bacon's gotten any better it's the fact that it costs more federal reserve notes now to buy that same bacon because the fed has devalued your money so it takes more and that that's did you get a two percent raise are your investments creating a two percent return at least to keep up with inflation do you really trust that that the uh, government's giving you the correct figures that's the key thing to think about you know look at that think about that then we can get into the virus okay are we getting the correct information because the modeling out of out of uh, england was completely off completely off okay uh john hopkins went with that you know joe talks about johnny hopkins you know that that ended the basketball college basketball season and then everybody fell right in line i have a son that played uh, calls across this year, and his they played four games, and they cut their cut their uh, season out, and now that just threw a whole monkey wrench into the whole NCAA system. Of, or can seniors come back next year? And they can to finish out their senior year in the spring sport. I mean, what what a mess! But we're being lied to about the. Do you wear a mask? Do masks work? Does the N95 mask work? Does the do rag you throw over your face work? I mean, uh, who is the mask for? Is the mask to protect me, or is the mask to protect you? Why is it six feet? Why is five foot 11 inches not safe, but six feet safe, or six foot one is completely safe, or 12 feet is double safe? Where are these figures coming from? In my state of Maryland, it started off with no gatherings over 250 people. What science was that based off of? Where did you get that? Then it went down to no gatherings over 100. Then it went down to get no gatherings over 50. And then it went to no gatherings over 10. Why? 
those are just arbitrary numbers. You're being lied to about that stuff. Where is the science that promotes that? I want to see it. Okay. And, you know, where did the virus come from? What is the correct origin of the virus? Did it come out of that bioweapons lab in Wuhan? Did it come out of the wet market? No one's told us that. No one's told us any of that stuff. Okay. We've gotten lots of different conflicting reports. What is the true story on the virus? We'll never know, will we? Okay. Let's look at unemployment. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit more detail when we get to the debt. Okay. What is the actual rate of unemployment right now? I mean, do we know? Because a lot of when this started out, a lot of the systems weren't capable of handling the amount of unemployment claims that were hitting each state. They, it was it was a mess as far as in Maryland, my my state, it, the unemployment system crashed every day. It couldn't handle the amount of people that needed to get on there. So they, out of frustration, people just stopped trying to go on there, and they're unemployed yet. They're not showing up on the numbers, the official numbers. And why would the government want you to know what the true numbers are anyway? Because it would lead to fear. If people, I mean, we're at we're at Great Depression level unemployment rate. Okay. At the high point, I think it was in April. That that's terrible. Okay, that is absolutely terrible. Then you could even move into false flag events. Okay, uh, was this a false flag event? Was is the deep state involved in this? Who knows? Okay, we're never really going to know the true origin of this. Some people say that this virus originated out of the University of North Carolina, and then was the virus was sold over to China. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Okay, there's so much conflict information. What the government if they even know, if they were part of it, we're being lied to. Add into that the mainstream media or lamestream media, MSLSD, ABC, C, capital BS, you name it. What are they telling you? How are they filtering the news that you're going to get? Add in social media to that with the with the censorship on there of, of what opinion is considered worthy or not worthy. Are you violating community standards? Are you going to be able to survive on social media platforms if you're a conservative? Yeah, who knows? But look at just mainstream media. So if, if you are watching, just say you're watching a half-hour news hour program or a half-hour news show on you know, the, with the anchor person on, you're only going to get about maybe 22 minutes of actual news. And between that's going to be a human interest story. There's going to be a sports story, probably uh, maybe a weather event, a current event, a happy event. You're going to get maybe five to eight minutes of actual hard news. That's not enough to know anything. Then if you're on the 24 hour news cycle stations, they're just going to give the same rehash thing over and over and over again. They're going to have the banner at the bottom saying breaking news, breaking news with the, with the scary music to scare you. I mean, that, that is, it, we have worked ourselves up into a, a fear in this country. You know, we're living in fear, unfortunately, and you should not live in fear. You need to maybe turn that news off and just go out and live your life. Go get some fresh air if you're allowed to be out in your backyard, if you're allowed to be out in your, in your community without, without uh, restrictions. Because a lot of states now are trying to turn back on those restrictions. And I tell you what, uh, the whole fool me once, fool me twice thing, people aren't going to be fooled twice on this lockdown stuff. Okay, Americans are willing to give you the benefit of the doubt the first time if they trust what you're telling them. Michigan, how that governor, if when she goes to be reelected, I don't know how she's going to make it because she's pretty much made everyone mad up there because apparently buying paint in a hardware store is somehow dangerous or it's not essential and essential versus not essential employees. Look how we've divided our country into who's essential and who's not essential. Look who's actually working. The people with college degrees are kind of sitting home online doing their Zoom meetings, and the guys that are actually you know, turning wrenches and digging holes and that stuff, they're actually out, out there working. And 
who's more susceptible to getting disease. If I'm locked up in my house doing a Zoom meeting all day, I'm probably not going to get sick. But if that person that's out there working hard every day in the community, chances are they're going to be exposed to it. Um, and that's that's tough. That is super tough. Okay, so so we've got hypocrisy. We've got we're being lied to. And now let's get into the debt. Wow, the Federal Reserve. So they want to get rid of Woodrow Wilson now because he's racist. Well, hey, why don't we get rid of Woodrow Wilson because he created the Federal Reserve and he got us into World War One? How about that? I mean, those are legitimate things. Yes, he was a racist. Okay. All right. So halftime, when we come back, we're going to tackle this debt issue and then we're going to get into the system. Okay. Is the system for or against you? Halftime on a Monday. We'll be right back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Stay with us. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. I have breaking news from the American Education Establishment. They've officially declared that if you homeschool, you cannot give your children a meaningful education. Can you believe that? Harvard Magazine published an outrageous piece called The Risks of Homeschooling, and they used it to trash the legitimate educational choices made by millions of parents every year. The audacity of these educational elites never ceases to amaze. They honestly believe that they know how to raise our children better than we do. It's even more astounding that they would run an anti-homeschooling article in light of the COVID-19 crisis. When schools throughout the nation were suddenly forced to close to prevent the spread of the virus, the homeschoolers were the only ones who weren't thrown into chaos. I'm not saying everybody should homeschool in case we ever get another deadly global pandemic, but it sure seems like bad timing to roll out the same old tired arguments about our homeschool students not being socialized and supposedly unqualified parent teachers. But this doesn't stop the broken record mouthpieces of the education establishment. They should be reevaluating what they can learn from home educators, but they'd rather take pot shots. The Harvard article said, quote, the issue is, do we think that parents should have 24-7 essentially authoritarian control over their children from ages 0 to 18? I think it's always dangerous to put powerful people in charge of the powerless and to give the powerful ones total authority, end quote. Did you get that? Could this author be more insulting to the family? The author sounds like an angst-ridden teenager complaining about how parents are dictators. For those of us dealing in the real world, we know children aren't capable of making informed decisions about their own care. That means someone has to be in charge of them. The establishment in education would like to paint the home as a terrible place so they can take control of your children. But we can't let them get away with it. The facts show time and again that the people most likely to look after the interests of a child are the child's parents. When you give the government, the schools, or anyone else final authority in parenting, the children always suffer. Parents and grandparents jumpstart the education of that child you love so much with a proven phonics course. With TurboReader, anyone at any age can learn to read. For free information on Phyllis Schlafly's TurboReader, call toll-free 1-866-TRY-TURBO. Open the door to a lifetime of reading and self-motivation. Call 1-866-TRY-TURBO. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. And welcome back to the Patriot Radio News Hour. This is 
Glenn Biddle, your substitute teacher, sitting in for Double J and Eric today. Actually, pretty much all week. So uh, I've got the con, as they say, in the military. So we're, we were talking about four main topics that are happening in our country right now. First one was hypocrisy. The second one is that you're being lied to. Third one that I see is debt. Okay, This debt is almost well it is unpayable i mean who thinks that it's going to get paid back how's it going to this this whole virus thing and and the the way the fed stepped in the buyer of last resort i mean they're buying everything right now they're buying everything but the kitchen sink to, or maybe buying the kitchen sink too to try to shore up these markets where is that money coming from it's being produced out of thin air in your name by the way which you have to pay back at interest okay so that is a problem. That is a big problem. Now, I'm sitting here looking at the, at the debt clock, and you can go online to it as well. It's usdebtclock.org, usdebtclock.org. This is an amazing website with tons of information on it. Actually, when you look at it, it's, it's a blur of red and green numbers. And it, the first time you take a look at it, it's like, oh, my gosh, this is insane. How do I figure this thing out? Well, it's very simple. You just divide it into squares, basically. Um, you just draw a line down the middle, and then you draw, draw a line across halfway. So you have four squares. And, and in each square, there's a lot of stuff going on. So if you want to take – if you're referencing it right now on the debt clock, if you go to the top left square, it's our U.S. national debt. And this is real time, so the numbers are moving. So right now we're at $26 trillion dollars u.s national debt and then if we go over just a little bit then this is how we get to that 26 trillion debt okay so the total federal tax revenue right now is about 3.3 trillion the problem is the u.s federal spending is 6.2 trillion so this year's deficit is 2.9 trillion so we have to borrow that money to cover for that that shortfall okay and all of those yearly deficits add up over time to the u.s national debt that's how you get 26 trillion okay if we go back to uh andrew jackson my favorite president and jason's there in colorado he actually paid off the national debt by selling federal land okay and he went to bed that night knowing that he had cleaned the slate on the debt and that was a good place to be and you know obviously wars and and you know world war ii was a huge jump in our debt but we sold bonds you know we were able to come back from that okay then vietnam kicked in then we had the war on poverty which also kicked into the debt and then now every president basically has doubled the debt in their term and doubling this debt i mean everyone's projecting you know joe and eric are thinking that's going to be 30 trillion before it's all said and done and rather quickly my might add so the debt per taxpayer of this Twenty-six trillion. The debt per taxpayer is two hundred and eleven thousand dollars. So, if you have an extra two hundred and eleven thousand, you can just kick that into the government, and that'll be your share of the debt. Or debt per citizen, which spreads it out a lot more, is only is about eighty thousand dollars a person. Okay, so that's the that's the real ugly number. Then there is an even uglier number if we go down to the bottom of this, where it's called the unfunded liabilities. Okay, that's everything the government writes a check for. Okay, so that's Social Security, that's Medicare, you know, all that stuff. Okay, that is a whopping $152 trillion. And your chunk of that, ladies and gentlemen, citizen, is $463,590 per citizen. Cut that check to the federal government. That's anything that the government writes a check for. Okay, 
So Social Security liability is $20 trillion. Medicare liability is $31 trillion. Okay, and then you lump everything else in and you get $152 trillion. Is that payable? Do you think that gets paid back? How's that get paid back? How, how do people come up with $463,000 to pay that back? doesn't work. The numbers just don't work, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, We, we talked about unemployment a little while ago. So if you take a look at, at the right side of the debt clock, Okay, if you look at the unemployment, okay, officially unemployed, it's showing at 23 million people, 23 million people unemployed in the United States. Okay, then actually unemployed, okay, if you've ever gone to John Williams Shadowstats website, okay, it's about 33 million. Okay, now if you look at full-time workers, we have um, 116 million full-time workers and we have 20 million part-time workers now if you look at actually uh manufacturing jobs now we have 11 million factory manufacturing jobs in 2000 we had 17 million manufacturing jobs so we lost about 6 million jobs okay where those jobs go well we know where they went they went to the third world okay they were outsourced okay they're gone they're not coming back they're not coming back ladies and gentlemen Unless you pay somebody in the United States thirty to forty dollars an hour to do these jobs, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen at ten or fifteen dollars an hour. It's not going to happen. Okay, those jobs are not coming back, no matter what the politicians want to tell you. That's that whole "you're being lied to" thing. You got lied to over, over NAFTA. Okay, except for Ross Perot, he was the only one that told the truth. That giant sucking sound. Okay, remember, you lift the hood, you look in the engine, that giant sucking sound. He was right, but no one wants to listen to him. Ron Paul, Rand Paul, there are some very good people out there that are not lying to you, but they are marginalized and they're, they're being made to look like kooks and that, that you're not supposed to trust them because they are not worthy of your of your time to listen to. But they are people that are spot on. Those are you need to listen to because they're not lying to you. Now, this debt, you're being lied to about the debt unless you go to the debt clock and see it for yourself. Okay. Send this to your, your local representative or your senator and say, what are you doing to fix this? They're not doing anything. They're kicking the can down the road. And like I said before, if you kick this can with your foot, you're going to break your foot. You're going to break your leg. It's going to shatter your tibia, your fibula, whatever those bones are on your leg. They're going to be shattered a million pieces you try to kick this can. This can is, is not going to be able to be kicked. There's a reckoning at some point, ladies and gentlemen, on the debt. If we have to deal with this, how do you deal with it? Well, you either cut spending or you reduce government programs, or you raise taxes, none of which get you reelected if you're a politician. So therefore, what do you do to your constituents? You lie to them. Point two, you're being lied to. All right? So that's the debt clock. Take a look at it, usdebtclock.org. There is a, there's so many, and there are also state-issued state things you can go to and take a look at, state um, debts. So uh, good to know. All right, so... That's the U.S. debt clock. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is what I call the system. The system. Is the system treating you fairly? Or, or do you think the system works for you? Is it working for you? Is it working against you? That's a good question today because there are some people that are kind of untouchable, and there are some people that are getting pretty pretty beat up by the system. Okay, People that think they're trying to do the right thing but they're getting destroyed by the system. I'll give you one man's name in particular, General Michael Flynn. The deep state went after him because they didn't like what he was saying. His lawyer saying that he was going to audit the intelligence services and they didn't want their 
dark money or their black money or their black programs exposed. And so they had to get rid of him. He was also telling the truth about the Middle East. Things weren't going very well, and he knew. All right, we'll be right back. We'll finish up with the system, and then we'll move on to some political science terms. Patriot Radio News Hour, stay with us. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the Patriot Radio News Hour. This is your substitute teacher, Glenn Biddle, sitting in for Joe and Eric today. I'm going to be here all week. Uh, at the last segment, I'll tell you, we're going to have a couple guests this week who you are no strangers to this show, and uh, you'll, you'll enjoy them. So that's a tease, as they call it, and I'll talk about that in the last segment. So we've been talking about four major things that are going on in our country right now. Hypocrisy, you're being lied to, the debt. We just covered that in detail. And then so I'm going to finish up with the system, okay, the system, air quotes, the system. So if you don't want to be lied to, I, and I, I don't like to, to to pick and choose who I think is good out there as far as, as TV and radio personalities. Obviously, we are. But uh, Tucker Carlson, if you just watch his monologue at night, he is knocking it out of the park. And he is equal in, in his assessment and criticism of both sides, okay? Uh, he will – give credit where it's due, but he'll also lay blame where it is due. And both sides are guilty of, of being hypocritical, lying to you, allowing the debt, and participating in this so-called system that we're in, right? So if you if you just watch, if you don't watch this whole show, just watch the first 15 minutes. He, he is amazing. I can't believe they're even allowing him on the air right now with what he's saying, because it's the truth. And yes, his advertisers have gone, have, so they've, have, have, some of them left him. You know what? I don't care. I'll watch three minutes of my pillow commercials on Fox News. I really don't care. Okay. That's his last, his last advertiser. That's fine. Whatever. Okay. But let's get into the system. Okay. Let's talk about the big one that's coming up. Voting. Voting. The, the franchise, the right to vote, people who risk certain death to come to this country because they get the right to vote. You don't get to vote in some states, okay? Or, excuse me, some states meaning countries, okay? You don't get to vote. In Iraq, you got to vote, but you got to vote for Saddam Hussein or some other guy that Saddam Hussein put up to let you vote for. And that guy would get maybe two or three votes, and then Saddam would get the rest, and that was a fair election. And that was good. And that guy was the luckiest man in the world because Saddam could never kill that guy because he was the opposition candidate, right? Um, so the system. So are we going to be allowed to vote in person this year, or will they use the virus as a scare to keep us from voting? Uh, will it be mail-in ballots? And don't think for a second that those paper ballots, somebody will try to create duplicates or a foreign country could create duplicates and flood our country with them. Uh, certain states have eliminated the, the – uh, where you have to witness the signature of the person who's voting requirement. I mean, it's just ripe for fraud. That That is a huge mess, absolutely mess. Uh, the federal courts, There is, if you go on the Drudge Report today, the banner is a huge, huge decision. I'm not going to get into the topic. We don't talk about that topic a lot on this this, this station. You can go there yourself, but that's a huge decision. You know, do nine people in robes, have the final say in this country uh, because somebody can't get something through the legislature so they sue all the way to the Supreme Court to try to get you know policy made that way or do we have activist judges on the Supreme Court you know the, the whole process of, of getting a Supreme Court justice confirmed you've seen that in the past two years of how con- cantankerous uh, and, and what a mess that is to get somebody confirmed it, it's, a, it's a joke quite frankly. It's a shame. I w- if I was nominated for Supreme Court justice, I would want to do it because they will go back and f- make up stuff that we know that, or they will just find anything against you to try to discredit you. And then you're, you're 
tainted for life. Okay, Lord knows what they have on Justice Roberts right now, the way he's voting. I mean, I honestly think that, that the Obamas have something on him that's causing him. I mean, he allowed Obamacare to exist, the whole DACA thing here last week. I mean, it, what a mess. So that that's the system, okay? Uh, and then let's talk about impeachment, the Russia collusion, the dossier, General Flynn, the FBI, the system, the powerful, the the the, uh, the deep state, the the intelligence agencies. My daughter graduated from University of Maryland last year, and the uh, the main speaker was um, he was the head of uh, the of, of uh, Fort Meade, you know, the NSA. Okay, and he he came. He, he's I forget his tip of my tongue right now. I forget his name, but but he he came up there and he said the first thing you should do, graduates, is that uh, always tell the truth. Well, here's the guy that lied uh, in front of the Congress about that we're not collecting your metadata at the NSA. Completely lied about that. Okay, but graduates don't lie don't don't do what i've done but don't lie oh by the way i have my signed book out in the hallway if you'd like to get a book on your way out okay um do we trust the system anymore does the system work for you that's that's the big thing okay you have to figure these things out ladies and gentlemen are you willing to put up with hypocrisy are you willing to be lied to are you willing to deal with this debt and are you willing to work within the system? And when the system doesn't work anymore, what's your alternative? Do you work outside of the system? That's kind of why we sell gold and silver, because when the fiat money doesn't work for you anymore, well, you've got the gold and silver that you can rely on outside of the, quote, air quotes, the system. All right. So now when you see these Antifa people, and that's just a contradiction in terms as it is right now, uh, when they run around and they want to call you a fascist, Ask them point blank, what is a fascist? I guarantee you they don't know what it is. Well, you are one, okay, because that's that's what they're going to have, okay? So here's the definition of a fascist, okay? A, a fascist is a person that is probably into control. A fascist is a follower of a political philosophy characterized by authoritarian views and a strong central government and no tolerance for opposing opinions. Now, doesn't that kind of synonymous with, with Antifa? They, oh, my gosh. And the, here's the thing. you got to know the origin of words. A fasces, the Roman symbol, is a bundle of sticks with a with a main pole going through it, and then it's wrapped up. So a, a one stick is weak. A bundle of sticks is strong. It can't be broken. Okay. If you look at, at the Lincoln Memorial, there are fasces on the Lincoln Memorial seat that Lincoln's sitting in. They are on the walls of, of Congress. The fascist symbol. It's on the back of the Mercury dime. A fascist symbol. Okay, strength out of many. It's how our country works. Okay, but the, here's what messes it all up: are these crackpot World War II dictators like Hitler and Mussolini that that really went nuts on fascism. Okay, and fascists are anti-communists. So how can you be a member of Black Lives Matter, which are Marxists? And to be an anti-fascist, it does not work, ladies and gentlemen, because people don't know their history. All right, final segment coming up. We'll be right back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Stay tuned. We're going to get into some political terms. Final segment on a Monday, Patriot Radio News Hour. This is your substitute teacher, Glenn Biddle, sitting in for Joe and Eric. Pretty much all week, uh, except for Wednesday. I won't be in Wednesday, but other than that, uh, I'm your guy. So uh, so we were talking about if you run into a, a an Antifa person who 
probably is a fascist that they just don't realize it. And and they call you a fascist, say, do you even know what the term means? They're not going to know what it means. They're just going to look at you and say, yeah, well, you are one, you know, because you look like it, because you have a Trump pet, okay? Um, or because you have a nice house and they don't, and they're jealous of you, What really what it boils down to. So then another word is that, and people don't know the origin of this word either, is dictator. Okay, so the definition of a dictator is a ruler with total power over a country, typically one who obtained it by control or force. And the synonyms would be autocrat, tyrant, despot, and oppressor. But yet people don't know the origin of the word. It wasn't always a bad word. Okay, you got to go back in time and know your history, right? So a dictator is a political leader who possesses absolute power. A dictatorship is a state ruled by one dictator or by a small clique. The word originated as the title of a magistrate in the Roman Republic appointed by the Senate to rule the Republic in times of emergency. One of the most famous dictators was Cincinnatus, who was a retired general, and he's out plowing his fields. The Senate comes to him and says, hey, we need to go fight this war for us. So they give him dictatorial powers. He goes out, he fights the war, wins, comes back, turns back his power to the Senate, and goes back to his field and starts plowing again. That is a true dictator. Now, when I teach government to high school kids, you know, I talk, I give them the definition of dictator and all that. I'm like, and then I throw the question at them. I was like, all right, would any of you like to live in a dictatorship? And I have the wait time because you have to have wait time as a teacher, you know, for them to think about the question and answer. It. And then it's like, okay, who would want to live in a dictatorship? Nobody raises their hand. I'm like, why not? I'm like, come on, think outside of the box a little bit, you know? They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, what if you were the dictator? It would be the best place in the world to be to, to, if you delivered a dictator. So if you're the dictator, not the guy in North Korea who's out there in the rice paddy that's that's skin and bones. That no, you that you definitely don't want to live in that dictatorship. But if you're the, if you're Kim Jong Un, okay, probably a pretty cool gig. Okay, you get to hang out with Dennis Rodman and drink Hennessy, and you're the only guy with internet access for all kind of weird stuff. Okay, but that that's the that's the dictator we don't want. And the problem is they, they're going to run around. They're going to say, Trump's a dictator. Trump's a fascist. They don't know what the words mean, ladies and gentlemen. They don't know their history. They just don't know. And that's that's a shame. It, for me as a teacher, it, it pains me. It hurts my feelings that they don't know their history. They're ripping down statues that they have no idea what they mean. The 54th Massachusetts Regiment, the black regiment that fought in the Civil War. There's a movie, Glory, with Denzel Washington, an awesome movie. They went up there and did, and threw blood all over and tried to deface that monument because they have no because oh it's civil war you know slavery they they have no idea what they're doing, ladies and gentlemen, sad 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 okay tearing down Christopher Columbus, uh, Francis Scott Key tearing down his statue they're going to rename a bridge Francis Scott Key Bridge in Baltimore to the Freddie Gray Bridge this was a guy uh, a heroin dealer who got who was accidentally killed by the police in Baltimore, that's going to be the bridge in Baltimore. I won't ride over that bridge if they do that. Okay, Rides in Baltimore where the mayor said, give them room to destroy police, stand down. Democrat city, it's the most dangerous city in America right now, 45 minutes from my front door. Okay, I have to worry about that happening to me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be here tomorrow. We have a guest, Shelby Gallagher from Prepping 2.0. She's awesome. Uh, So... Thanks for listening in today. Hope you learned something. We'll see you tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. Patriot Radio News Hour.